Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I am Pastor David, and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words, and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast. Reading from Joshua, chapter 24. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago, your ancestors, Terah and his sons, Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan, and made his offspring many. Now therefore, revere the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. Now, if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us, along all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites, who lived in the land. Therefore we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after you have done your good. And the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. He said, Then put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and him we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem. Thank you, Lily. Our gospel lesson is from Gospel of Matthew, and Jesus has been in the midst of a few parables here and talking to people and teaching, and he continues with this parable here. And so hear now and listen for how God is speaking to you through these words of Matthew's gospel. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bride. Went. Try that again went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. 
When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will, be, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. Wait, pay attention, keep the lamps going, pay attention while you're waiting, be wise about your waiting, be prepared for when the Lord returns, which could be at any time. You know neither the day nor the hour. It really seems in some ways more of a, an Advent kind of lesson, Advent, that time before Christmas when we we're waiting, waiting for Jesus to be born. But in a sense, all, all time is Advent time, all time is waiting time. As we wait, and we wait for Jesus and ask, we ask ourselves, I wonder when Jesus is going to show up. Or I wonder... I wonder when Jesus is going to show up. Because you never know. You just never know when you'll come face to face with Jesus. We don't know the hour or the time. We just never know when, when we'll come face to face with Jesus. And when we do, will we be ready? Will we know? Will you have brought enough oil, so to speak? Will the lamps be trimmed and burning? Will we be ready? Which I kind of take of as a sense of have you been, have we been preparing? Have we been preparing ourselves for the return to come face to face with Jesus? Have we been practicing what that might uh, involve? What we might do if we were to come face to face with Jesus. Yeah, much as soldiers will drill and drill and drill and police and firefighters run scenarios and practice and run drills and astronauts practice on simulators to try to you know, practice every possible emergency scenario. Practice and practice and practice so that when something unusual happens, they're ready, they're prepared. It's not so new when that happens. It's not uh, maybe a, a surprise, but they know how to handle it. They're ready for it. They have the mental memory and the physical memory can kind of go on, on autopilot because they've rehearsed it. They've practiced it. They've been through it. And for the follower of Jesus, we can practice as well. How, how to prepare to greet Jesus, if he returns, we could just sit back and, and say, well, I mean, if it's, if it's Jesus, of course, 
of course I will greet him and say hello and treat him well and, uh, and do whatever we might think that we'll do. Of course, if it's Jesus, I'll greet him. I don't need to practice that. But how will you know if it's Jesus? Unless we've practiced. Unless we've practiced by greeting others as though they were Jesus. By greeting others as though they were Jesus. Because we may think that we'll know Jesus. We've seen the pictures, the paintings, the drawings of Jesus. We know what he's going to look like. He's got long hair, white robe, sandals, a beard maybe. Maybe or maybe not a beard. I don't know. It uh, depends on the picture. If it's November, I'd like to think that Jesus would at least have a, a beard in solidarity with no shave November uh, for men's health. To think, we've seen the pictures of Jesus, right? But I don't, I don't know. I don't think Jesus is necessarily going to look like that. I don't think we're waiting for a guy with long hair in a white robe and sandals. That would be too obvious, and that's the dress of a first century Palestinian Jew, not, uh, not someone today. That's a very idealized situation to think that Jesus is going to look like the pictures. To not be prepared is almost like telling the police officer, you don't need to train. You'll know who the bad guys are. It's obvious. And when you say stop, they'll stop. Or the firefighter, you don't need to practice. You're just throwing water on a fire. How hard is that? Nothing unusual. It'll be okay. We need practice. To rehearse it, to do, to, to do this. You know, Jesus is not going to show up as the white-robed first-century Palestinian Jew. Jesus is going to show up however Jesus wants to. Jesus will show up as the, uh, the smelly homeless man asking for a meal. Or Jesus will show up as the, uh, the mother at Shopko's or Randy's who's got the three out-of-control kids that, uh, that maybe isn't a bad mom but trying to keep things together after her husband died or after her husband got sent to Afghanistan or Iraq. We don't know. Or Jesus might show up as the immigrant who wants a better place to live and a better life for her children. Or might be the person who comes into our sanctuary for the first time and maybe doesn't know the prayers or doesn't know the proper way to be uh, a Christian in worship and maybe does some things not like we might do or makes noise or you know, does whatever. Jesus can look like anyone. And Jesus looks like the people at community table, the people downtown outside sojourners, the people that you work with. Jesus looks like our shut-ins and people in the hospital and children who are in war and soldiers who are in war. And Jesus looks like you, like us, like all of us. That's what Jesus looks like. <clears throat> Whatever we do to the least of these, we do to Jesus. We are all the face of Jesus, as are those around us. Jesus looks like us. And especially Jesus looks like an opportunity to serve or to show hospitality, to be invitational, to be gracious. 
You know, to follow Jesus is to follow this call to hospitality and to be invitational, to be ready for when Jesus appears by greeting all and treating all as though they are Jesus. Because they are. We are. To fail at greeting the least or even to fail at greeting the greatest is to be the bridesmaid that has no oil, who is not ready, who is not ready as we serve God and we serve Jesus. And there is that choice. Joshua <clears throat> offers the people the choice. Serve whatever gods you want or serve the God that rescued you. Serve the God of Abraham, the God of creation. I'll tell you a story. When I was a teenager, I was 13 or 14, I've been thinking maybe 8th grade, may have been ninth grade, not quite sure, but uh, 13, 14 years old, I, I was at, uh, at school one day. Just a regular, normal day. Uh, nothing, un, nothing unusual, although at some point during the day, and, and I don't remember how this happened. I don't know if I had seen it written down somewhere. Uh, I don't think I did. I really think this was just the Holy Spirit whispering in my ear. But as I was sitting in a, in a class that day, I heard something whisper in my ear. It said, Joshua 2415. Joshua 2415. Joshua 2415. I just heard that all day. Heard that all day. And when I, I rushed home, I, uh, when I got home, I rushed to find a Bible and I, I pulled it out to look this up and it took a while because I wasn't particularly biblical, biblically literate. Uh, I wasn't entirely sure where uh, Joshua might be found. I wasn't even sure if Joshua was something in the Bible, but this just seemed like something. Joshua 24, 15 seemed like a Bible reference. So I thought, well, we'll try the Bible first. If it's not there, then I don't know. So I went to the Bible, and I opened it up, and lo and behold, there it was in this verse, one of these verses that we read today, that was right there in front of me. The verse that says, Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Bam! It just hit me. That, that was it. I had no idea what an Amorite was or who Joshua was or what any of the context of this was, but I understood that line, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And so began a lifetime of trying to live by that idea of serving the Lord, however imperfectly I do it. That's just, it's been one of those verses that's been in my head for a long, long time. This idea of serving the Lord. And we serve the Lord by serving one another. We serve the Lord by greeting people, by being ready, by greeting people as though they might be Jesus. Not to be stingy with our lamp oil, but to keep it flowing and to keep it burning, because that's a lamp oil we'll never run out of. God will always give us more. We can stop the flow. We have control of that. 
But if we keep it burning, that oil will always be there. And to practice and to be ready to greet Jesus himself. And hopefully at some point to see and to realize that Jesus has always been with us. Always been around us. And all the people that surround us. Jesus has always been there all along. Just hoping that we would notice. And say hello. Offer an invitation. Be gracious. Show hospitality. And so may we all notice and see Jesus more as we serve the Lord through our hospitality and through our invitations and through our greetings and keep our lamps trimmed and burning all, all the time. Amen. Wonderful gospel song singer. <clears throat> Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. For his work is almost done. Sisters, don't grow weary. Brothers, don't grow weary. Children, don't grow weary. For this work is almost done. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps. Since our faith makes us happy. For this work is almost done. Sisters, don't grow weary. Brothers, don't grow weary. Children, don't grow weary. For this work is almost done. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. Sisters, don't grow weary, brothers, don't grow weary, children, don't grow weary, for this work is almost done. Every round goes higher, higher, every round goes higher, higher, every round goes higher, higher, for this work is almost done. Sisters, don't go weary, brother, don't go weary, children, don't go weary, for this work is almost done. And that is the good news for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. From Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, this is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you. <laughs>